Hello and welcome everybody to episode 52 of the Canadian Talk podcast. Um, this might be episode 53 or 52 because I just shot one with a little, um, a just a little snack of a Indian little, uh, why can't I pick good words? Probably because I don't talk enough. Like a it's a new business partner that I have, if you want to call it that, or but some people would call it a person who stays at one of my residents. We did a podcast with them. Man, that maybe shouldn't have taken me 30 seconds, 40 seconds to say. Um, so we did an episode, and I was going to release it right away, but I'm not so sure. Maybe I'll do it next. We're inside of the baseball right now. Nobody gives a fuck about this. So... I have to say, if there's an animal that I think that I most like, it's probably, must be like a turtle, or like, maybe a snake, because sometimes I feel like I I just, uh, I'm just bound to fail at, at everything, like basically it's been my life, but I think that everybody eventually fails at everything, you know? Or you reach the highest peaks and you crash a helicopter like fucking Kobe Bryant. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just... But my point is, is that I was sulking about myself. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, lots is going on with me. That's for sure. So this is going to be a solo podcast today. Episode 52 or 53 of Canadian Talk Podcast. Uh, you can find our audio episodes at the website, stephanjackson.ca. Um, so I'm in the process of explaining why turtles, why I'm like a turtle or a snake, uh, and why I think, and how that's connected to failure. And then I was also talking about what's going on with me. Um, basically, yeah, I mean, it's like... I get I get to this point in my life where I get almost get something and then with each thing I work as much as I have to work to almost get something I grasp at it and then I lose it um, but yeah like I mean I'm I'm sipping the sows of my own poison right here as I do these episodes, you know. Um, that makes me a lot like a turtle, I think. Because, I, I mean, if that's if I keep keep on going, you know. You have to, I mean, that would be the essence of that. You'd have to persevere. Or then that analogy doesn't make sense. So to expand on these vague points that I'm making. Um, I've got these new episodes. I've got guests that are coming on the show. My last episode, fuck, I still can't believe it, had um, a great comedian, and now I, I like to think a great friend. Not a great friend, but, you know, give it some time. <laughs> it's, 
long distance. I don't know anything about friendship. Okay, I don't know how that actually lasts or anything like that. Or what classifies what. It's almost like it's, it, com it comes down to a balance of perspective, v delusion, and reality. And somehow your brain just balances it, irregardless of whether of the amount of failures or successes. I hear somebody in the kitchen right now, so they can probably hear me. I think that I'm just a little distracted now. <coughs> Um, there is, I think that there must be like a balance that has to be kept because, but then that, I guess that that's where there's depression and non-depression because some people just choose to view what may happen in their life as failures. And then some people might be like, oh, that's a small success. And I guess whether you have depression or not really depends on wh how you are able to, to balance that or how your brain balances it if you have control of your brain or what who knows how the, all that shit works right i guess high level scientists the fucking clergy members of of our modern society right just just saying stuff that none of we that none of us understand but we assume is right because of their books it's funny when you think of science like that i've been expanding a little more on my opinion on science t to do with that cuz i've always been a zealot of science but it's very interesting to think that Technically, all of science and all of science books, if you don't get really crude about the definition of what science is, like, oh, the first time we were fiddling with sticks, that's technically science. That doesn't, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about tangible in the moment that we're in, like, what what is more important? And quite honestly, if you think about it, science is an offshoot of religion. So... That kind of means that that y that to be scientific, you kind of are already religious, and you're either just too ignorant to see it, or you don't really understand. You know, so that's my updated opinion on that. But yeah, I'm trying to make this not just be this is a this is a this is meant to be a topical comedy podcast here welcome to the new studio by the way i don't i try i'm avoiding turning this into anything that resembles some sort of a weekly personal blog or where i just talk about myself you know and so that's why i try to bring in some things but also it's interesting to talk about yourself and if you, i mean if you're listening to a podcast it means you're interested in in-depth conversation in my opinion I, th I should think and when you're listening to that you're either wanting to connect with history or a sport or maybe a celebrity that you like but some people just want to connect with with whatever it is that c comedy is I guess just a person and uh, yeah so that's what this is. Uh, I want to keep it away from being about me only. But uh, I, I wish I had lots of money. 
like I don't have lots of money like it would be cool if I could do on uh, holidays or whatever do giveaways like to people that I want to support like oh like 200 here 500 here call them up and then just like give them money or something May hopefully one day I can do that that'd be pretty cool uh, I've got my again as usual I've got my my merch on for this podcast I implore you to buy one and wear it if you want to represent what this show represents that's what this all comes down to isn't it geez well I guess we're humming along and I definitely sidestepped around a major thing that I was indicating towards earlier but I wanted to have it be at least past the 9 or 10 minute mark so any stragglers that don't really listen would be not listening anymore um so I always talk about how I don't really have anything to draw from for my stories or for my episodes uh, quickly before I start though I'll mention that man I was I ex- happy with last episode with that, that one fellow there that we met from Elliott Lake Ontario uh, ben- Benny Albert uh, comedian that was I was really happy with that last episode uh, I imagine you anybody who watched it would have been too we were laughing we were having a good time um he did a, he's uh, I look up to people like that that's great people that are are wanting to balance narcissism and intellect and find their way on a stage and try to spread spread their thoughts how they think it's amazing hey cuz when i was younger it's it's funny how when you're young you kind of you know, you have a tendency you have a tendency for every decision but the tendency to be how you judge a preaching type of attitude and how you absorb it that's a hugely important tendency for success I think because I I think I used to be a little bit more negative towards the preachy style but I'm definitely softening on that front but yeah it was a good episode we talked comedy check it out It, it was episode 51 if you wanna have a good watch and you don't like watching me solo or you made it this far and you're kind of a little bit bored of me solo, go uh, click on one of the um, episodes that have a guest, you know. Um, there we're, There's YouTube for videos, and we got audios on all the podcast platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, everything. I don't know, I think I was recently having an issue with my, my RSS feed, but I think that that got sorted out. Uh, I think, I got to check on it still, but... Yeah, that reminds me. I have I have officially reached uh, fifty thousand views at my website, which is pretty awesome. So thanks for that, all the clicks on that. But uh, I mean, <laughs> when you look at fifty thousand clicks and then how much uh, products I've made, like it's not that it's about selling a T-shirt, but like uh, money I've made or products that I've sold. It's pretty pretty funny. It makes you really makes you understand how many eyeballs you have to have on you for to make a dollar in media it's kind of mind-blowing so that's what the podcast is again just kind of looping back every once in a while to remind you of what we're doing here we're not doing something that's specific i'm not i'm not this podcast isn't landlord 
talks to his tenants or you know any of that kind of a thing it's not a daily blog it's meant to be a improv long form chat that's what it is so okay, yes so here we are okay I was I had a nice entryway into my story there before I wanted to pick it up but I'm forgetting it right now my microphone just clicked over on the arm so I was just spooked me um, okay so yeah I was talking about uh, what's going on with me lately and now we got to get into the not so positive um, man and it's really up for it's really up for debate so I had have I got a new position in the workforce it's a corporate position not only was it a corporate position it was through a hiring agency so the job that I had you know it was a contracted out job I didn't actually you know earn it didn't go out and, and earn it for myself directly from a company I interviewed you know that's how these hiring agencies work but so I, I got a new new position at, with a corporation in construction okay and I've been wanting to get one of these decent cushy positions at a corporation for a long time basically my whole 20s and I don't know they maybe they come the offers come more readily you know not with the history that I'm stacking up but as you get a little older I think that that is the case that's kind of why I'm leaning towards other industries right now rather than even doing the engineering like I'd gotten lots out of it but um, that's that's what's what, what some of my thoughts are there but so I'm, I'm working at this corporation right and um, this damn mic is a little loose it's frustrating me but that's alright so I'm working at this corporation like we do like many of you people out there do it's fucking not a cake it's not a cakewalk I, I called it a cushy position but it's not a cakewalk and so I was go it was going well and I it was a on a job site at a at a mine so it's like a construction place right but normally your vehicle is your personal vehicle when you go to any of these places and I was aware I took all the orientations I was aware your vehicle is is subject to search um, so I was aware right of those rules and they had searched me I was working there maybe for you know a few months and they had searched my vehicle before and I had like my fishing knife in my vehicle, right? My filleting knife in its little plastic case or whatever. I had that. And I had like my baseball bat under a bed because I have a bed made up in the back of this half ton truck that I drive. It's like my camping truck plus my main vehicle. I like it. It's a good truck. Ford F-150 standard. It's a good truck. Like I got it for so cheap and it's it runs so smooth. Low, decently low climbers. It's one of the best F-150s I've had. It's a little bit of an older year, though. 
cool color, the truck itself. So I've got a bed made up in the back, and I had my, you know, I have like my, I have my favorite wooden baseball bat that I keep under that bed. So I like I have certain things that are not good in there that they found on a previous search of my vehicle when I was just coming and going from the site because there was a, you know, a, a, a town nearby that I like to go there and, you know, get get a few beers or that the particular night that this that, that a certain bad thing happened for me uh i was watching the the and the not andrew tate uh, the uh jake paul boxing fight that he had with anderson silva i, I went to the town into the town to see if i could because see if i could watch that at this pub that they had there and um so I'm aware of all the rules, right? So, like, I've got no, no, no leeway here. But I assume that there's committees and people who review certain things and stuff. Like, uh, these are things assumptions that I have. So, I'm not, I'm not being overly careful, like treating the security like they're a shark that could take away my job. I didn't realize that that was the way I was supposed to view security. I thought they were there to protect me, kind of thing, and do their job to a certain extent, where they would, you know. Okay, you know, uh, what it starts with a C word, the word I'm trying to think of, but like imported things that aren't allowed in. Uh, what is it called? Um, com. Oh shit. There's a. It's funny. I know a movie that with this name, with with uh, Mark Wahlberg, but I can't think of the word. It's like uh, contraband, contraband. So they're trying to stop that, and they're obviously trying to stop any type of, because there's probably a lot of alcoholics on site there. I mean, maybe I'm one, for fuck's sakes. We can get into that. (coughs) Who knows, though? And um, so, (coughs) excuse me, my throat's a little dry. I need to lubricate maybe with some water. Okay. So, um, they've searched my vehicle before. I made friends with security. It was totally cool. And I would go to this small town sometimes for supplies and just really to get off the camp because it was nice to get off the camp and go for a drive because that's kind of just what I did. I would always see animals like deer and fox and stuff, and I'd like to go for a drive. So that was kind of my thing I would do in what was left of my evenings after 14-hour days working at this mine for three months building concrete basically just drilling holes and putting concrete into the holes like making piles and um you know that that might be confidential it's it's a construction process that's just doing stuff with construction you know what i mean doesn't matter what it is or who it was and um so i'm doing that so i'm just want to want to get away so well the and one night i'm coming back and uh they search my vehicle that's fine and they they found a, one can of beer that was an old can because uh, I had my bed set, set up that you have to realize, like a sleeping bag and then a stack of jackets and various items. Like I said, my baseball bat, my tennis rackets, my, my books from school because I was working and I wanted to have them, like just a bunch of stuff in my back seat on a bed. And there was one old beer, stuff that got stuck in between a seat 
and this bed that I built back there that I was unaware that was there and uh, and I got fired for it I got fired from both my my contract that I was on so the job that I had at, and then from the company that hired me to be on the contract I was fired from as well for having one beer in my uh, vehicle and uh, that I w so it's it's reality I wish it wasn't reality as I you know as I retell this story but th it is so that's uh, I guess I'm back to being what is a full-time comedian and a carpenter so buy my shirts or uh, find me on Facebook or the internet and buy uh, buy some of my carpentry maybe I make islands and tables and benches and stuff and whatever you need made out of wood so <laughs> that's what my life is now I also manage properties but so I'm fine it's just uh, that's the thing is I'm fine right but it's it's not it's something that's kinda wild to do with life I don't know how so yeah so basically so now that we're done with the long explanation where I can be all fluffy and fucking British with the story the gist is is I got the the, the, the job of my dreams it was like a 200 K two hundred thousand dollars like less than that right I'm exaggerating a bit but just let's just call it that to for round off the numbers a year job where I got to work with my best friend my my best friend and uh, man this isn't a confessional either so I don't want anybody to feel sorry for me I'm just telling the story for your entertainment um, and uh, I lost the job because of that beer and here I am still drinking it you know and it's like I I do two for all my shows and I've been really considering dropping it off the show just because maybe I'm not understanding the severity of the connection with this in society. I know that I was in a I was in a tightly knit construction situation or whatever where the rules aren't necessarily like I'm being overly judged for a small thing like I get that but in terms of what I'm promoting for other people maybe I need to consider that more strongly. I I don't know. Because for me, alcohol is something that I balance quite well. It has to do with a variety of experiences throughout my life. But it's not like that for everybody. And what's funny is it ended up coming back to bite me just because of how lightly I take it. Uh, I don't think about it. You know what I mean? I didn't think about it. I'm trying to stay focused on tasks at hand, that kind of shit. And then sometimes I guess I... If I'm if I'm to critique myself, which I have off, I'm obviously known to do here, that uh, that is probably the issue. Me not being detail oriented enough. I've been I've been told that sucks, but eventually you just kind of have to face these negative things that people say about you as having some element of truth in the long term, because they do come back to get you eventually. sometimes you get lucky for long enough sometimes you don't so yeah I encourage uh, I encourage the spirits for recreation but I tell you man as I learn lessons in life it's I guess alcohol is is something that's very heavy I mean I guess only a hundred years ago it was completely illegal like that's like prohibition type shit where it, they're actually as soft as they've ever been on this kind of a thing 
So I guess that's something to be considered. I guess with if that's the type of job that I'm going to have, it's something to be more strongly considered. And I just guess, I, and this is where I've talked with certain people about it, and uh, it's just probably a superiority complex that I have where I just think that sometimes I think, oh, I'm above the rules or I don't, something, something like that, you know. You try to not do it, but eventually there's these small things that slip through the cracks in your life, and it's crazy. But I like to think that the staying focused on the task at hand thing, even if it causes small side problems in life, I think that focus is ultimately the good thing and letting little things that don't bother you just actually not bother you. Because I think that when it comes down to, let's say, the biggest, most important thing in life, like let's say raising kids, I think that it would be good to come at it with that type of a mindset where you're focused on the task at hand right in front of you, that kind of a thing is what's important for being a good human to other humans, which is the most important thing, right? That, that makes me think of that movie, uh, Our Idiot Brother with Paul Rudd. If you haven't seen that one, check that out. It's a good, it's a good lesson in like that type of a thing. Um, that at least my analysis of the theme is something like that. If you've seen it, you might be on track with what I'm trying to talk about here. So, that's the big story for me right now, is my life has changed. I had the dream job, and I lost it. So let me see uh, what I've got on my... what I've got on my list here. It's crazy. By the way, I want to add some little more excuses to my fucking horror of a life story here I wasn't drunk or anything they didn't do a dr they didn't do a drink te uh, a breathalyzer on me but I wasn't drunk or anything like when it was when it was happening when they were like hey can I search your thing all of that it's literally over the possession thing that all that happened so it really really grinds my my gears weird to think that this video of me sp even speaking about this right and this is a part a, a, an element of courage that I wish I don't think a lot of regular people understand about public life let's say it, it is that every these every moment when you're on record right it is it is a f essentially a form of there's a form of permanence to it and it's kind of crazy to, for me to talk, like, to even choose to talk about these stories to do with my professional career online. It's an interesting crisscross between my responsibilities to do with various aspects of life and profession. You know, there's talking about anything publicly, there's an element of unethicism to it, right? And I, I get that. I get that. So that's why it's very, very complicated this this shit i mean literally there's that's why it all comes back to lawyers and they're like oh lawyers are the smartest of all the worker type people you know it's because it, it does all come fucking back to that you know if you want to if you want to put it in writing and put it in science and modern shit if we're going to leave feelings and semantic like and not semantics but the real physical way of experiencing a, a thing that happens. If we're going to leave that and be like, no, that doesn't matter. What matters is what's written down. Everything in life does come down to 
the law. So it's a good way to govern it, I guess. Govern your actions, if you will, if you want to survive in a modern society. And not be like me, fucking floating guy. I don't know, though, you know. That's the thing, is I try not to get too down because there's a lot of people who have it a lot worse than you. And that is kind of the best way to... I might be talking too monotone for this whole story, too. This might be boring as fuck. It's good for a rough draft, though, because I imagine I'm going to be telling this story a lot. It's real. So I'm going to be telling this story a lot. So who cares if my first run was monotoned? Because it is pretty fresh, and it's pretty... uh hurts the old feelings a little bit, you know? Let's just see what I got on my list here. See if I got some funny topical shit going on. I probably do. Oh, my dad jokes book is still at the other place. At the other studio, rather. So I'm not doing that today. I'd normally do it right at the beginning. Here I am 30 minutes in just fucking doing a confessional. So um, I'll get that, the dad jokes book, so I can steal some jokes like what a lot of other dudes are doing who are fucking blowing up by perjury I, it's it's insane and I don't know how you prosecute people like that because their intentions are so pure that it's tough to to get them on plagiarism because of it's joke theft you know oh. there we go cracking the old bones a little bit so um, we're approaching 30 minutes so I'm just going to go tap on my camera to make sure it doesn't time out one sec Actually, I don't think it will. I don't have enough experience with this new camera, but I think that if it, if it senses volume, which it is, it has a mic as well, I don't think it will shut off. So we might be, we might be golden. So anyway, I was getting my list here, and I've been nursing this beer for 30 minutes, so let me just finish it off. And I don't feel like playing the harmonica today. It's not one of those cheery kinds of... I guess I could play a sad song, but... I don't feel like playing the harmonica today. Anyway, thanks to Great Western. It's a beer that is brewed here in my home state or province of Saskatchewan. Um, they have no affiliation with me by contract in any way. They don't endorse anything that I'm saying. I'm just promoting them in the hope to make money. <laughs> Honesty is the best policy. So yeah, um, again, I'll just remind you that what we're here for, we're here watching the Canadian Talk podcast. This is episode 52 or 53, and so I'm about to hit my list up, and this is a show, so yeah, basically, no, I'm just going to, I'm going to keep going. Anybody who's still here with me is probably not coming to this part in the episode, so let's just keep rocking. I'm going to go whip through the list a little bit, see if we got anything funny going on here. Uh, the governor in Pennsylvania was re-elected, uh, even though he is currently deceased. If you haven't heard of that, look it up. <laughs> it's fucking real. <laughs> I couldn't believe that when I saw it. This one is just a general statement about being a professional. Who knew consulting or being a lawyer in many cases was just being a professional liar? This connects all to what I was talking about, about how science and all this stuff is, is effectively... A, 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 just an advanced type of gospel 
where there's these sacred people that profess it. It's, it's very interesting when you think about it from, from an autistic point of view or whatever the fuck I'm doing right now. I literally don't know what I'm doing right now. I just, this is how I think and this is what, this is what I do. So, um, that's just a statement. So, I was going to add in a clip. You know what? I'm going to add it in right now. This is from the Matt and Shane Secret Podcast, episode 389. He does two minutes, not episode 389, episode 389, and it's two minutes, two minutes in, there's a rant about Canada. Insert. This one is, style and fashion is so interesting. There is just certain brands you can't wear. Like, as a woman, you can't wear Champion. It's like a neon sign. Oh, no. (laughs) That one, I'm not going to finish the full (laughs) punchline. Any really savvy person maybe just got that joke. This one is just a question. This one was a thought experiment. So let me just throw this one out there and see what I come up with as we go. I was thinking about slavery, and I was thinking about which gender is more to blame because I feel like a lot of people assume uh, that that men are to blame primarily for slavery. You know? I feel like that's interesting to think of because let me say a few thoughts that come to mind right off the top. Um, so if you consider school to be a type of prison or a type of slavery because it's against your will mostly. The education system is primarily ran by women. If you consider um, um, residential schools, right? There, there was, let's say at a given residential school, I'm going off the cuff here, okay, but this is probably true. I, as far as I understand the way churches function, there would be probably 70% females or more to 30% males at these schools. So I want, so that, I mean, so not all the bad was being done by just males. Not that that has anything to do with slavery, but it is one of those institutions that's similar to, it's in the vein of slavery. If you're going to consider it not a vein, but an artery of slavery, <laughs> it, education is definitely con- in, it's to be considered in that artery of thought. So. Uh, but then the o- there's the obvious ones of men, right? And it's for labor and stuff. But the thing is, is who is the ultimate perpetuator of labor, right? I tell you, men might still be living in forests if it wasn't for women getting, getting hotter or what or whatever. Like, and then we move out of the forest. We try to run away and protect the, the special woman that we have into the plains. And we oh, we found mushrooms on cow. We never seen cows. Their shit grows mushrooms. We eat it. We get an insane brain. You know, however our intellect was developed, it's most of it is just through being little tricky fuckers to try to get an edge on on the competition with all these other people around you. That's that whole fucking shrimp theory, right? It's weird sometimes when and this I'm gonna make a fish analogy that relates back to me being fired from that corporation. It's it's like you feel like you're a little fish out on the there's a big swirl of of shrimp or krill or something, you know? And sometimes you feel like you're just getting nipped off by swordfish that are circling around, keeping you in that little school for the whale to come up and eventually kill all that big clump. But what is, is it better to, you know, get, 
grabbed by one of those star starfish swordfish and just you know maybe escape off into the the darkness of the ocean or is it better to stay in that school that pod of fish and just eventually be all taken out by the whale which i'm i mean what by that i'm meaning like death by your own sedentariness you know through employment sitting at a desk or or death through non-sedentariness through labor like where you're not sitting at a desk and you but your body breaks down either way it's a quick road to that whale's mouth and um that's what i that's what it sometimes feels like when you get fired from a corporate environment for a silly thing like i know that there's people that like mine is to do with my story there and uh i know there's people that for po social media posts right for what i'm doing now like uh, garnishing unfiltered opinions there's people who work in such tight corporate environments that they've been fired for just personal opinions they've shared on social media so you know there is all this tough shit going on there where it's really tricky so anyway that's a decent little analogy we're coming up on 40 minutes too so we're probably close to calling this an episode i can't even believe this this 40 minutes felt like it floated by like nothing but let me just go back to this list and see if i have anything else i i, I do i have thousands of these but let's just see what's going on here oh yeah we never came to a conclusion on which gender perpetuates slavery more i was on that point where i was talking about the labor and i was blaming women for <laughs> for making men do labor and that we wouldn't do so much and we wouldn't need the slaves if men were just being men but we have to try to impress women but it's no you know it's a big circle i get it I, nobody's more to blame it must be, that's one of those answers that it's probably 50-50 okay you can probably leave it at a fi solid 50-50 and if you debate it any other direction you can't you sound like either a misogynist or a feminist or no uh not a, mis a masculinist or a feminist yeah all right so on to the next thing is it gay to shotgun weed to transfer from guy to guy even if you make a little funnel with your hand is that gay i think that's pretty gay this was a funny thing i heard of on a different podcast so i'm kind of like lifting material here from somebody else like getting ideas from them but i heard about this thing called the mariko aoki phenomenon mariko aoki phenomenon and it's uh it's this it's the whole psychology behind shitting and how it works and it's based it's hilariously it's based on this one asian woman who i must have been some sort of a behavioral scientist in asia and um apparently when you go to quiet or safe environments there is chemicals that get released that make you need to more likely to take a shit <laughs> and and oh but why but her particularly particular phenomenon was in libraries that was how they put together a controlled experiment is people were going into libraries and needing to shit a lot so <laughs> oh oh this is an interesting one i was it's kind of like a uh dialogue and i call these dialogue and intrigue uh bits so knock knock ginger is i believe like so when that's what you knock knock ginger you know or dick dying ding and ding and dash or whatever you there's dining and dashing there but there's all the names for when you knock or ring a doorbell and run away uh ding dong ditch that's what it's called um and 
I've always called it knock knock ginger. I, I one time when I was a little kid, like eleven, I got I got arrested for this actually. Me and me and a buddy, a buddy who's in a band who I won't. I get I wouldn't I wouldn't. Uh, that's a story I would talk about with him. I wouldn't put his name on that. Uh, it wasn't an arrest, but you know, brought back to your parents' house, in from. No, but I was at the my parents' house, but we were sitting in the front yard, and uh, they pulled up on us and brought us to the door and and. Uh, so anyway, but though I was thinking about the name Knock Knock Ginger, and I was thinking, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, that came out of nowhere. Does that mean, are they using that phrase, Knock Knock Ginger? Is that the phrase that you're, you're literally, the, are they making reference to gingers like running away? Like that a ginger would be prone to being fearful? Is that what that reference means, or does it mean like ginger meaning bright, um, like like because they are bright skinned, and maybe that turns on like a, tur they turn on their light, at their porch. Maybe that's the ginger portion after the knock knock. I I wonder what I've always wondered what like the knock knock ginger portion of, that means. If they meant if somehow gingers run or that or if that's some something I don't know much about all the different stereotypes about about um red-haired people that are, are socially are not socially derogatorily c called gingers and I, and I i respect that derogatory classification i'm just discussing the merit of oh, oh geez well, thanks for that burp into the mic i'm just discussing the merit of using that in that phrase because so anyway because it's a very common phrase. Okay, so, you know, so what I've got coming up is I've got <coughs> um, great, some good guests coming up that I won't name right now just to not make any pressure on dates that we have set. Because I made that mistake in the past where I, if I have good comic guests or good uh professors coming on that I will put a hard date on it and then it's come, it adds a pressure to it that's not supposed to be there for a podcast so I've got good guests coming up and then I like I said I've got a few episodes that are actually recorded with guests that have been done re very recently but I don't I didn't talk about my job stuff yet it was still a bit too fresh and um, so I've got a few episodes coming up with guests uh, one is with like I said, a new tenant of mine uh, is a kid who is attending university, and um, so I guess for right now I'll just call him Sanvi the businessman, and uh, that's him. And he was he will be on one of my episodes coming up here. I just got to edit it together, and so I have that, and then I have some other ones that are recorded as well that I'm just going to keep secret for now because there's certain parts that we want to make sure are good to stay in there so and that is that is it for what's going on with me lately which is a pretty big shit i'm not gonna lie you know what i'll add some more caveats to this i think i'm gonna keep keep adding a few more caveats to this i thought so as you all know i have a hmm, how do i go about talking about this I guess I've got to talk about it with women in general, okay? And my story isn't finished yet. 
with with this and with, with obviously with women in my life I'm just turned 30 years old um, so I'm basically a fucking 20 year old still but man I obviously not though I'm 30 but it sure like you're still 20 and um, so I want to give props to all women in the world kind of thing <laughs> in a way and uh, my story isn't finished yet because I still have you know I'm not a happy uh, 91 year old man yet man I tell you my podcast is going to be good when I'm 91 maybe by the time I'm in my 80s or 90s if I keep doing this every Wednesday every week maybe some people will know about me but I'll bet it's going to take a long time <laughs> and that's okay uh, but to do with women I when I, you know when you have one of your worst experiences when things when your nightmares happen uh, the people that are often really tough on you you'd be surprised how it can be like sorry I'm just using fucking connecting phrases here so I can think about a thought it's just that it's meant to be positive that women like just women are such great support structures and oh man I mean I could loop this in I could make this go a little longer even and I probably should try to get to at least an hour a full hour this time not copping out at 45 minutes like I've been doing a lot lately um to do with the whole thing of gender roles and stuff, you know, it because men, sure, men are good support structures as well. But um, man, I guess it's independent of gender. You know, I shouldn't be tying it to gender, should I? No, I probably shouldn't. Um. But it, it really is good to have a support structure there when something really bad happens in your life. And it's, God, it's inevitable, man. It's crazy how inevitable it is. If you're not fucked one way, you are fucked the other way in life. So you really just got to be good at bouncing off of fucks. It's really fucking crazy. That might be a good clip there with all those fucks. <laughs> That was a, it was I said something very good but with about six fucks in about nine words. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, okay. Let's let's keep her going here then. So what else is there? Uh, you know what? I got to put down my phone. I I was just about just attracted by the green light there and and just about went for it, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to resist it, all right? So we're going deep today. So I guess let's talk more about my life and what I've been up to lately for information. And then maybe I'll think of some more current events as I go through that. I um, My addiction to nicotine is still in full effect. I wonder if, uh, I mean, I might need a new, like, s something to do with my oral eventually. I don't know, though. I brush my teeth a lot, but it's like, and I don't do it that often, but man, 
it can get you out of nowhere just like having just like liking beer like i do and then oh you golfed and one fell out of your golf bag into your back of your truck now you're jobless for, you know not that that you know i'm not jobless it's just now you lose the the fancy job right because the fancy jobs have strict requirements you know which is understandable so that's what i ultimately want to get across with that whole thing is that the level of strictness is understood but you hope that you like to wish that you live in a world that has a uh, some sort of another organ than whatever is going on at a construction site like I don't want to say a heart but man when a crazy situation happens like that where there is clearly not import going on for the purpose of contraband or resale like meaning not for the purpose of contraband because you don't doesn't it's contraband regardless of purpose but what I'm saying is like if it's the, the, the idea of it is of the rule would be to stop people from getting drunk and spreading alcohol on site or um, um, to stop uh, for safety um, hold on I had two good ones and then I forgot the second one for resale. I may have said both already and I think I forgot that I said both. For res just to keep people safe as individuals and then so that to make sure that it's not for resale. Uh, you know, you can't be selling beers to your buddies because there's a lot of people because I was staying at the place where this corporation had me working at this construction site, right? In construction it's called a camp or whatever. And this was a dry camp, but I did not know that there was that thing in my vehicle. I didn't didn't know. So um, yeah, you'd wish that there was a review process where they actually looked at it and was like, okay. <laughs> and within 24 hours, it's accident. It's like they're so worried about people's um, safety. They try to make it seem like they're so worried about people's safety and health that to the point where you can even like there's you can get caught with I heard this in the orientation too if they want to get all orientation on me if you get caught with these substances or whatever they're supposed to be support where you don't lose your job like maybe that's what I need to do maybe I need to reach out to BHP and now they're then maybe they'll give me a job <laughs> if, if I tell them that I'm an alcoholic or something but I wasn't but my point is that's from the orientation but like they, they claim to be concerned about your safety but yet an accident can like a clear situation can result in you. What if I did? What if I didn't have backup lifestyles? That could, uh, potentially you could have just cut off a guy's livelihood to support his family or his kids over uh, that. That is what makes me go a little sour to the amorality of the right or the corporate structure. It it really is quite quite amoral and that is of course what everybody on the left is trying to get everybody on the right to understand so that's where it all connects there let me put a little bit of poison into my face here and we'll see if we can get another five minutes out of me by the way this is being recorded on Wednesday um, November 16th 15th or 16th. Um, and it's going to be released on November 16th, so today. 
because today is when the deadline was. So yeah, I'm sorry for the lateness of the release of this episode. If you care, but I don't think you will care, because if you're watching this and you're not in the within the 500 or 1,000 people that watch the episodes, which is like nobody, you're probably watching this from the future and coming back and seeing it now. So the time that I released it does not mean fuck all to you, and I get that. So anyway, yeah, like what I like what I was saying is I'm. I've got fu- I've got my life back kind of cuz I don't have to work 14 hour days anymore. I don't have to work for 2 weeks in a row. Like it's insane when you work on Saturdays and Sundays or when you have to work for like 11, 12, 13, 14 plus days in a row. It's really uh wild what it does to your mental state. It's 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 um it's bearable somewhat. But I think that's one of the divides between women and men is the level of cushiness of the most standard field of employment for men versus women. Like, let's just talk about nursing versus construction for a second. They have all these fancy, sophisticated systems to manage their hours and track their seniority and all this type of stuff, and it's very legit. They're hugely subsidized by the government. Not saying construction isn't, but it, it is not subsidized to the level of the medical field, even though I'll bet you employment if you were to compare labor and you would really have to take in a lot of businesses into account i'm telling you there is a lot of forms of labor construction style labor versus nurses i would tell you that there's probably a lot more people in the construction industry than there is uh, construction and labor industry than there is in the medical field but there's no uh no proper support for all those people like i understand what uh uh those groups are you know, not licensing boards. Those are for professionals like engineers and lawyers and shit. But I know that there is those lice, those um, groups. I forget the word though. When they're all kind of grouped together, this is where it'd be nice to have somebody to quickly Google it for me, and I could do it. But I like to try to think of it. It's what communists do. Because it does, it does hurt. Um. You know, the co- it's it's a cost factor on on business and construction, so that's why it's frowned upon by the right. What's it called when a group of people in a corporate environment, not corporate, maybe corporate, but they group together, and form like an alliance? I, I forget what that's called. Anyway, one of you out there who's got a good vocabulary might be screaming it at me right now. So anyway. This is a solo episode of Canadian Talk. If you have the... If you are a fan, thank you very much of the show. If you just simply took the time to listen to the show, also thank you very much. You, uh, I commend you for your attention span and your ability to listen to me. Thank you. I, 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 I'm just going to keep trying to be more entertaining so I'm easier to listen to because... It's funny I talk about education like it's slavery because... Literally, what I'm doing right here is essentially a derivative of education. I want that to be clear. So, like, I'm literally saying that I'm propagating slavery. You know what I mean? But I think that slavery should be the various types of slavery that you have to do in life to delay gratification for success. I think that they should be as bearable as possible. And I find that entertainers, this is one of my, my biggest reasons I like uh what i like and why you see me here right now is because 
I really think that that is the purest form of pursuit for making uh, our information transfer, the one that we know about now in terms of between brains, which is speaking. I, I see that the refinement of that is essentially the purest form of togetherness and helping everybody that we can do. I hope that that makes sense. To all those corporate people out there, uh, I hope you, you know, maybe while you're at work, you have a chance, you, you listen to podcasts, maybe you listen to this, and you work at a business in Saskatchewan or Canada, who knows. Just know that I, I that, that if, if you ever wondered if there's somebody out there there's many people, your coworkers. You know, maybe you have a group in there with that just is like a support group where you can all bear having these tough jobs, because they may seem easy early on, but then they get tough over time. These types of jobs, um, I f I get you. That's I want you to know that I get you. You got to value that that connection that you have at work. That's super important. But it is tricky though, because I tell you, you got to be. As much as you can value those connections and have use them for support, you've got to be careful because everybody around you is a little bit of a different sized fish, and at any moment they could they could swallow you whole. I got swallowed whole by a, a really big fish, and um, so that's what it is, right? It leads to life in the void again. And uh, the void is a Republican, you need to have a Republican mindset if you want to survive in the void. Because money isn't easy to come by, it's highly competitive, especially when it comes to entertainment, because people are so picky about their entertainment, which is good, they should be, so am I. I'm so picky that I started creating it, right? So anyway, this is a podcast, and that was an hour of improv from me and gushing my feelings about how hard life is. <laughs> so sorry about that. I hope you enjoyed my follies. Um, I want to just reinforce by at the end of this that I don't want any type of anyone feeling bad for me or anything. It's, these are just things that happen in my life. For me, this is what I always say. And not to say that what happened wasn't hard for me, because like, every failure is hard. But like, you can use comparison can be the thief of the thief of joy for the rich. But when it comes to the, the person climbing or the person on the bottom, comparison can be the the deliverance of of joy. And you just have to, when you fall back, you just have to look up to the next stick, and you have to keep keep kind of climbing. And um, my point is, is that for me, and this is why I, I always, whenever I talk about where I am politically or in my overall view of things macro-wise, I always say I lean right, but I'm center. But I, I have ten leanings towards the right just because of how thankful I am for the current society that we live in. Like, that I can lose a job and still be totally okay. That is a huge indication of, because my point is, oh yeah, because I was talking about myself personally, but I don't need any... Uh, keep stuff your stories in a sack essentially Let, not, that's not the phrase but just like I don't need any um, man my vocabulary I apologize for my weak vocabulary today um, must be because it's emotional stories and stuff like that 
condolences. I don't need any. I don't need any cons- consoling. That's those are the C words. They always escape me because there's so many words that start with C that there's actually it's actually really hard to keep track of all of them sometimes. But I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I don't need any cons- condolences because I I seem to get by with various things that I do with property management, and I can live whatever type of lifestyle I want on my own fine. So that's good. And that's that, that speaks to the system that we live in and how the, the, the infrastructure process that is originates with the Brits and you know it was, was revolutionized through the Jewish form of, uh, of diversifying the economy and creating money and these types of things. I know I'm really getting deep like out of nowhere I all of a sudden started getting really historical and racial. but just just trust me on this. Um, I like that setup. It's, a, it's so far it seems to be a good setup, a setup where it's relatively easy to survive. Th- um, that there's always prosperity because of growth. When you tie it to infrastructure, like the whole, the whole way the stock market runs, right? This, we all learned this from the 2008 crash thing in America, but there's lots of other. It's something that people who know shit, like it's obvious that the whole economy and the whole stock market is is mortgage backed which means infrastructure backed which means that house down all the houses on your street is all a part of that economy that that market and it's a it's a strong thing to tie a society to it really is and i think it's it's going somewhere because for me just being at 30 already there's so much prosperity in real estate so not not just not but you're not here if you hear real estate you may not be hearing that word in the full way that i want it to be heard it's not just i got to go buy a a property or whatever even though you can look at it like that but it is it takes a lot of care just but you know it's like what you're going to put that 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 detail oriented nature into and that's all of life right but you pick your your lanes and you fucking go you you plant your roots but like if you want to put attention which i think everyone should cuz you're going to it's your living situation right my point my point is probably hey take infrastructure seriously but um and my point is also is that real estate is very complicated. So when you pick your property or when you pick your route, that whether it be a commercial building that you're going to lease or whether it be a house that you're going to, that's near buildings that you think produce high population density, so you think it has good opportunity for residential rentals, yada yada yada. Or if you're tech savvy and you want to, you, you you like cleaning and you want to do like Airbnb type style where you make a, you can make a little more money but it's a little bit more labor intensive fucking pick your lanes so that's my point though is this the system is okay even though this type of thing can happen on the corporate side of things yeah so i got i try to end with a little bit of positivity so there we go that's canadian talk thanks for joining me thanks to great western thanks to uh Anyone watching, any anyone who's been on the show, thank you very much to all the participants of the show. Um, you guys know the email, uh, so if you want to talk or you want to have a topic that have me talk about, you hit the email. If you know me, you got to find on any of the social medias. I'm not popular, so I'll see whatever you send me. All right. Hopefully one day I'll be popular though. All right, but that's not not in the cards right now. That's Canadian Talk, episode Who Gives a Fuck, out.
Thanks for listening, and any questions or concerns for the show, as well as voice recordings and voice messages that you'd like us to listen to, or advertisement inquiries, please forward those along to CanadianTalkWithStefan at gmail.com. Thanks. Canadian Talk. We also have a website, stephanjackson.ca, where you can find a back catalogue of all our episodes, and we're also on YouTube, where you can find the video versions. <laughs>